It's time for Two Sticks and a Stone. The Academy now is holding him under review, and they're saying that they do hold the rights to take his Oscar away from him. And I was like, that would be fucking they should. dope as shit. Like, and they're be, like, yeah. oh, you want to be an asshole? It was not only so you not allowed back here again, you have to get back your Oscar, and then to watch him cry Dude, like, yeah. for the fourth time in the last couple of years. Sinister <laughs> Eights, um, the guitarist for Venge Sevenfold. His dad is a musician comedian. Uh-huh. He's not that funny, but he's just been <laughs> posting shit about it all day, like making fun of Will Smith. Like oh, yeah. He's, he's been railing. I him. think the funniest part was his daughter's reaction. I didn't see that I one. She's like sitting there and she's like, like she like cannot believe what's happening. She's like, wait, like you can tell her processing what's going on because she's like, what the fuck? Is this like a joke? And it goes down. She's like, Oh shit! Like this is for real. Like, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Well, and you can tell that's why Chris Rock was, <laughs> was like, like standing yeah. there because he thought he was coming up on stage to like say something funny because it's Will Smith. Yeah. And then he just fucking slaps him, and he's like, <laughs> "Jesus, what the fuck?" Yeah. The thing that pissed me off is like I get it and I understand, but what also pissed me off is how Chris Rock was like when he was like, "You keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth," and he yeah. was like, "I will." I would have been like, fuck you. Like That's because no. you had, you handled things so differently. <laughs> yeah. But it, it doesn't matter. Like even like he didn't have to handle it with anger, but he could have been like, you mean her Jada Smith, her, her name, Jada Smith. Like he could have just like, but you see that escalates it. He didn't right. want to escalate it more because he was on live television hosting a fucking thing. He wanted right. to de-escalate yeah, just, it. And that's why he's like, I won't. Cause clearly there's a fucking scene happening. I'm just glad that he hasn't <laughs> released anything yet apologizing about the joke that was my favorite part i'm like okay good like yeah. don't fucking apologize no. it was just a joke like don't take it back because i would lose so much respect for chris rock because he's one of those people that's like no it's a fucking joke well everybody seems to be on chris rock's side on this one so he won't have to i'm seeing yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of women that are on like social media that are on will smith's side because they're like if if my man well, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'd want him to get up and slap well, see, on like, It's Allie, like, you're a stupid bitch. Allie said, like, I could see why she was upset. Like, I don't know if, like, it's a medical thing or whatnot, she was saying. And if it was, maybe. But even so, that's not how to handle it. Like, even, like that's how Allie was saying. Like, yeah, she just yeah. came out within the last year and a half and said she's got alopecia. And she hasn't lost all of her hair. She's losing some of her hair, which is why she shaves her head now. Because most of the top of it's gone. Mm-hmm. And still... It's it's it would have been no different if it was a joke about cancer or whatever. Like it's it's a joke. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I mean, she clearly was upset, but she sh- they should have just moved on. Like yeah. they just shouldn't have made a deal about. Oh yeah. It. And like, what pissed me off too is that after, like on their way out when they were leaving, um, Jaden Smith or whatever his fucking son's name is. Uh, tweeted on uh, Twitter and put, that's how we handle shit. And I was like, oh, you little bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. protected by your fucking daddy's money, you little cocksucker. <laughs> oh, God. That whole fucking thing. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> this, uh, just, it's like, and it's not just that. It's like a buildup of, like, cancel culture that pisses me off and all of this shit. And, oh, yeah, Jesus. Like how much dick did she take behind his back? Like she admitted that she was cheating on him, and that's why Will Smith was crying on live television and all that I other didn't bullshit. Even hear all yeah, that. I, I, think the I, guys, I thought they were in an open relationship. That's what I've heard. Yeah, they. Yeah, like they. They. Uh, I don't know if they were in an open relationship or not, but that's what was the the last biggest thing about them is that she came out on open television and said that there was a time that she had cheated on Will, and then Will started crying on on television, whatever talk show they were on. He started crying with her, and I was like, okay. 
Oh, yeah. But I even like, yeah. I went and showed Allie his speech afterward and she was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, about being like a vessel like, of so love or something. Yeah, like, of yourself, fuck uh, off. Yeah, like, he's oh. so, yeah. It was <laughs> fucking nuts. Like, yeah. I can't comprehend the burden that God is putting on me. Like, right. go yeah. follow yourself. You're playing a goddamn character in a movie. Yeah. Go yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking rich, you dumb Anytime fuck. Anytime someone says they're appointed by God for some reason, fuck them. Creed, Will Smith, Kanye West. <laughs> so many people. Them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, so, and yeah, and like, and I, I put this on social media when I posted about it, but I put on there that, um, like, I'm completely against cancel culture. Mm-hmm. But I hope they fucking tear them apart. Like I hope there's just Will Smith memes for just fucking. I don't think they will. Days Dude, I've seen and days. So I don't many think they will. I've seen so many. I don't think it'll go down the same way. Like I think I've seen memes already, but they're memes about the whole situation, not just on Will Smith. Right. I don't. I don't think they'll cancel him in any form. I think that this will all be a thing, and then it won't happen. Yeah, I don't think they'll cancel him. But I've seen a lot of brutal memes already on Reddit, like all just against Will Smith. You should. You should. You should put them on the on on the 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 conversation chat. Yeah. Anytime I. See another good one. I'll throw I, it up. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I would love to do nothing but spending my time making fun of that fucking loser for the rest of my life. Uh, so he's got so much money and I don't, and that's okay. But yeah, yeah, I saw one meme that was so pretty funny, un, un, unheard of. It was a uh, the movie cover for Hitch, but it was just bitch. Like stuff like that, <laughs> dude. That picture I sent you guys last night, I was laughing so fucking hard. I wasn't uh, laughing at it that hard, but dude, I thought it was entertaining. I, I was kept, like, oh, okay. I kept pulling it up and looking at it, and I'd just be like, <laughs> just start laughing while I was looking because I'd like look at like her eyes, and they're like, like, Ugh. right? <laughs> oh no! And then the birds all just look retarded, and one just got like fucking shit flying out his ass. I don't know, dude. I was fucking losing it <laughs> that's awesome i uh, sent it to everybody i was like this is the funniest fucking thing and nobody yeah, thought I it saw was it. as funny I as saw i saw it and i laughed and i was like oh it's pigeons okay <laughs> and i like yeah. laughed for a second but like he was like i'm still dying <laughs> so i was like oh damn <laughs> no i literally sent it to everybody and everybody was like what the fuck and i was like i'm laughing so hard Dude. actually lloyd's reaction was one of the best he said <laughs> um Many questions here. The gender? Is that a shirt? How does one pick that up? Do you even have to? Right. (laughs) I saw another one of my favorite memes I saw was the one where it was like that Batman meme of him like smacking Robin, but it's like, yeah, I saw that one too. (laughs) I saw that one too. I also saw another one where um, uh, they're both wearing uh, like they, they photoshopped, um, uh, leather jackets on them, mm-hmm. like like punker style leather oh. jackets, the rock and roll style ones, and it's Chris Rock, and he's like, um, "Punk's for anybody, and show should be for all ages." And then does the slap, and it's like, <laughs> "No, punk should not be for all ages. Take your melodity punk or whatever and shove it." And all that <laughs> but then, yeah. So when I put that up, I also put up because Daniel Tosh has on that stand up special. I keep trying to get Liam to watch, and he hasn't watched it yet, <laughs> or listened to, or whatever. Um, but he has a quote on there that I uh, posted and put it on here. Um, he put, um, uh, if you ever think that you want to hang out with me and because of my rude joke, she's like, know that if you've ever said any, any form of this statement, we would never hang out. Uh, there's nothing funny about blank. 
any form of that, know that I hate you to your very fucking core. Because I, along with some of you, respectfully disagree. You can accept that things are tragic and awful and still have a sense of humor about them. It doesn't make you a bad person, despite what some fucking blog may say. <laughs> and that was a, a Daniel Tosh the thing that I was I like, that's, yes. That's funny. weird about that statement. He's like, I hate you to your fucking core. I respectfully disagree. Yeah. Like, that's a yeah. very different right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, so funny. And that's why Daniel, Daniel Tosh is fucking amazing. And that's what I'm hoping for. Like, I can't wait. Like, I'm going to I'm fe- I'm definitely going to be listening to because I want to see what Tom Segura has to say about it, because he'll say something. Oh, yeah. Probably on the Two Bears podcast or maybe on your mom's house or I'm sure Bill will say something about it. Um, anybody that's a lot of like, them are a lot of the comedians yeah. are going to be talking about yeah. it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited thing. to see what they do, because they'll at least say something that's either offensive or funny or yeah. something well, like that. Might- what it might do is a lot of like it might help out comedy a lot actually it might end up being a good thing because a lot of people have been really fed up with the whole like shutting down comedians for jokes and whatnot and this was like a big one everybody saw this yeah and so people and everybody's taking chris rock's side over it so maybe it will get a little bit more of that pushback in the good direction with stand up again maybe yeah, i think there'll still be people that get offended well there still will be but maybe like all the people them i feel like a majority of people don't give a shit it's just those people that get offended are really loud about it yeah, yeah. and now they have a way to be loud about it with the internet and so if maybe with this one all the people that don't give a shit and i think that's stupid are like fuck you <laughs> and maybe we're loud enough this time yeah but i don't know i mean it makes sense actually there are, there is a tipping point eventually for everything yeah so makes sense uh yeah. Like I, I even sat on my couch last night and I was like, what Will Smith movies do I own that I could fucking throw out? Like, I'm fuck not this on guy. your level. I mean, I'm pissed, but I'm also like a lot of people worked on those movies. He's not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't throw out any of them, but I was just so seething towards him. I was like, God damn it. Fuck this fucking guy. Yeah. But, but I, I, I also got just as pissed when like, um, what was it? When I, uh, it was, uh, was it Kanye West that got up in front of Taylor Taylor Swift and like oh, said that like someone that. else, does, Beyonce, deserved the award instead of her or whatever? Yeah, like, so he didn't even platform. hit her or anything, but yeah. it's still the same thing where it's like you fucking piece of shit, like you yeah. self righteous fuck. Yeah, like I fucking hate that shit, dude. I just watched the South Park episode where he's like trying to explain that his wife's not a goblin or whatever or a troll that's what it is a troll yeah. and he's yeah. just like yeah no we just fucking do all this shit we live underground like blah blah, blah. he's like wait hold on and then he like calls him yeah like, hey, you're not a troll right are you that one is so funny <laughs> that one's really good uh, oh god and it's it's funny too because i don't even watch the oscars anymore but yeah, yeah, neither do I. I'd stop. I used this. to when I first started becoming a filmmaker. I used to get together with my friends, and we would that I was making films with, and we would all get together at one person's house, and we would all dress up like we were going to the Oscars, <laughs> and like dress nice, and like have like a fancy dinner That's and shit hilarious. like that, and then watch the Oscars <laughs> at the at their house. But then um, after so many years of they like they still don't um, acknowledge stunt performers and all that other shit that we just, we were like, eh. they also cut down the length of it. And some of that stuff is like being pre-filmed and like shown there because I guess that was on the, the, um, the network though, the network told them they had to cut down stuff and they were like, fuck, okay, how can we do that? But mm-hmm. yeah, like they're like, we have more stupid television. But to then put they on, also so. were like, well, we don't want to put one of like the big blockbusters is an Oscar nominated best picture. So we'll create, best most popular movie it's like fuck off 
That's yeah. so dumb. And yeah. everybody did that. Everybody was like, no. And they're like, okay, never mind. We won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. We got to move on to another subject. Yeah. yeah. He looked very flustered. That's not, that's not nearly as aggravating. I just hate that shit. Like I'm not even, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm not a comedian in any way, shape or form. But I was offended like I was one because I was just like, that's a, that's a fucking joke. Like I was so angry. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah, so that's why I'm hoping that actual real comedians that do this shit for a living will. I, I, I'm i hoping that that they'll ease my pain by whatever they're going to say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Like I said, hopefully it goes good for comedy in some way. Yeah. More yeah. support. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven. And then we have... Uh, uh, fucking Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, dude. That picture I found of like Neil Peart and him, and I was like, oh my god, neither of them are around. Fuck. I know. Yeah. I watched that no. too. Like I watched that on television when yeah. they were inducting Rush into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's fucking Damn. crazy. Um, I know you're not a big Shine Down fan, but they made a post um the day after he died, and I thought it was pretty cool, but it was just like. Here it was. If you've ever wondered about the impact one human could make on an entire community, look at your timeline today. And like all day, it was just Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins. There was nothing else but yeah. that. A lot so, of yeah. people knew him for sure. I think it was crazy that he died literally an hour before he was supposed to be on stage. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. It's weird in those situations because when someone dies that young, I want to know how they died, even though I know it's none of my business. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I just get curious. Mm -hmm. Like, and if they don't ever release it, that's fine. But yeah, yeah. Right away, I was like looking up shit on Google. I was like, "How the fuck?" Like, he's only fifty. Jesus. So, yeah, dude. There were people waiting in the crowd to watch, and they had to come out and be like, "Foo Fighters aren't playing." Taylor Hawkins just passed away, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yeah, that'd be like, nuts <laughs> if you're at the show. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like. Everything I've seen on the internet is either heart attack or relapse. Right. Which, you know, I've guessed those make sense. Just, I'm surprised they even announced it to the to the audience because I would I, I would think that well, they would have been festival. like I, I would think they would have been like, Well, you know, sorry, they're not playing tonight. Um, Circumstances I think they arose. announced it after Foo Fighters put it on their Instagram. So it was already oh, so it was like official. There, but like not everybody yeah. was on their Instagram while they're standing at the concert. I mean, it probably got around, but not everybody knew. Yeah. Right? So they just told everybody then. But yeah, it's fucking weird. It's still like hasn't settled in for me. And it's weird that it's infected me so much. I was talking to um my friend Lloyd again. I know you don't like uh Lincoln Park, but he said he hasn't felt this way since Chester Bennington died. And I was like, for me, it's been Lemmy. Lemmy is the last time I felt this way. Yeah, see, when dying. Lemmy died, I didn't really care very much, but I wasn't a big Motorhead fan. I wasn't a big Motorhead fan I always, either. I just really liked Lemmy as like a rock idol and like how he didn't give a fuck. Was, yeah, yeah, see that that I that I didn't care for because I was like, oh, he drank himself stupid. Like that's, well, that part, that's, yeah. But he also just had this like really like everything he did for music. I highly respect. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, and that's cool. And I liked his persona, but everyone's yeah. like he lived like the way he wanted to it's like yeah doctors told him to even quit drinking or he would die and he, <laughs> he wrote didn't. a song with slash called dr alibi and it's yeah. like a doctor told him to like stop doing what he's doing so that he went and saw shame and the shaman was like no you're fine just keep doing what you love every single night and he's like that's what i needed to hear thanks <laughs> that's funny. the whole song is about that uh, honestly i don't think 
it, like as anybody that I look up to could die and I would feel any sort of way about it. Like I've never had a connection with celebrities. Like it's not like it would have to be a band that has connected with you on an emotional level. I mean, maybe, but like, that's the thing is like, and then if they did, then that would, it would do something. But I feel like even more than any band whatsoever, like, like I would say like on a band equivalence of like someone I really like, if Surge were to die, I'd be like, holy shit, that sucks. But I wouldn't be like torn up about it. Or like if Travis Pastrana died, which was like my childhood hero, I'd be like, holy fuck, that's crazy. Here's the thing about it. like, Like with Foo Fighters is like Foo Fighters are still around and Taylor's like a key piece of the Foo Fighters. Well, yeah. So that's part of it for me too. Is that like the Foo Fighters are like missing something now? But also, he was like, I guess you weren't that like didn't know Taylor Hawkins of what well, but he um, was a very like energetic and he had like a very very cool vibe to him. He was just a very awesome person to see, and he never really yeah. felt like the typical celebrity when you watched him. He looked like he'd just be a cool guy to hang out with. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, well, like, that's what he's saying though, like he, the guy could have donated millions of dollars of charities, and it, it doesn't matter because he's not, he wasn't, he's not connected yeah. to him. So he could, it's just like I've never he could had come that back connection. from the dead and then disappear again like Jesus, and he'd be like, oh, weird. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he was the actual one appointed by God. <laughs> yeah, no, but like it's weird because like I know like when Kobe died, for example, people there there's people who are like fucking torn up about it yeah, and i'm like yeah i get what you're saying with I'm that like so, i don't know I like really... i've never had that connection before and like well, it's with the Kobe, same thing they were emotionally attached to that celebrity as a, a basketball player because they love that team so much or whatever like yeah but that's the thing is like my favorite like like if anybody if i could choose anyone to have a conversation with it would be fucking travis pastrana like all time has always been my favorite dude of all time and if he were to pass away it wouldn't really affect me. I'd be like, holy fuck, that's crazy. What about like Tom Segura? I mean, that would suck. I do like Tom Segura, but I wouldn't be hurt about it. Like, mm. I would be more I intrigued mean, like, as I to how it happened. About it. So I think what we're hearing right now is that you should probably see a therapist. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Because you're not like emotionally attaching yourself to like, I mean, not like music, like pop culture in general like you can't seem to hey guys, find anything way, welcome that to two sticks and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah we're here <laughs> what yeah but yeah yeah Therapist. um yeah anyway back to my therapy session I'm right yes, yeah yes. no but for real i don't know it's just like it's weird like obviously no, I, I would be more i would be more upset if anyone like in my life passed away as opposed to a celebrity well, yeah like, right. that makes sense yeah well, yeah but i'm just saying that like that's like i would feel something then but yeah. as far as someone that i have no idea about who they are like as an actual person because I don't know I'm like I guess that also depends too on that because like for example like one obviously that will get me is Slash but like I've read a lot about Slash and like I've gone in depth on that and I've learned to play like his stuff yeah it's kind of and it's been like an influence on like where I've gone so like it depends I guess like who it is but like I said Taylor has affected me quite to that extent Mm -hmm. but if you get something like that like it might end up yeah, I mean, thing. I don't know. I don't think so. I've there's never really been, been a musician it. or anybody in pop culture that's done anything, written anything that like affected you emotionally, like didn't change your life, didn't change your outlook on things, like something that made you rethink things, like I nothing mean, like that. I, I literally listened to only System of a Down straight for three years. <laughs> like that's all I listened to was System of a Down for like three years. Like System of a Down, I know fucking every song. I can sing like 75% of the lyrics off the top of my like I listen to a shitload and I specifically like I like Surge and then I listen to all his solo stuff. Like if there's one person, it would be probably Surge. But yeah, if he were to die, I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, and that's probably not a bad thing. 
because it might be, I mean, I guess it's just different people. You might have a healthier way of looking at celebrities in a certain yeah. sense. Yeah. I was just going to say, maybe know. it might be, you know, our way of looking at it, being emotionally attached to someone that we've never met. Yeah. I don't know. But, it's just, I've always found it strange and I can, I can't comprehend what it's like because I don't feel it that way. I mean, way. like I'm never like starstruck. I mean, I would be with like very specific people Yeah, and I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, I can't move or anything. I'd be just like, Holy shit. That's fucking them. Yeah. That's them. Like that, that's like the most I would get to. I've never understood the whole, like, can you actually say that though? What like, have you actually met someone that well, meant I don't know if that much meeting, to you? If I saw them, I'm saying, like, over there. Yeah, but uh, I'm saying that, uh, like, then how can you say that you wouldn't freeze up? Um, well, I have, like, met people. Like, I, um, more what my freeze is, I don't want to be that guy. It's not that, like, I'm nervous to, like, meet a celebrity. I just don't want to be that annoying guy bothering the celebrity. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I see. That makes a lot of sense. So like when I um played in Grand Junction last, we got to stay. We stayed another night because the um owner of the venue got it set up to help have us help Nothing More's crew set up the stage and whatnot. And I walked out back, and the singer and the bassist, I think, or maybe the drummer, um, were on the parking lot playing frisbee, just throwing it back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I like walked up. And like talk to Johnny the singer a little bit, but it was this awkward like back and forth because like I was trying not to be like a fangirl. <laughs> I didn't want to be. Th- I wanted to talk yeah. about their music and like how like I enjoy it and stuff like that. But I also didn't want to like they're not performing right now. It's not a meet and greet. They're just hanging out. It's one of their times where they're not. So I didn't want to be bothered, that yeah. guy. Like so that's where I'm at. Is I not like oh my god, oh my god. I just like don't want to. Right, but what if it was somebody that was more important? I mean, those guys are pretty important to me. Um, no, I mean someone more important, like Slash. Slash. Well, that's what I'm saying is like it'd be it, like like, like 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 Slash, or if it was like again, like I, Dave Grohl or something I like would that. Would be doing is dying to go talk to them, but I would be too scared of being the annoying guy that's bothering them when I shouldn't be. Right. I have no nerves about. So that's this. so that's freezing up though. But I wouldn't call that starstruck. Because Starstruck... No, it's just freezing up. No, no I think, it's not freezing up because I'll go and like... But I won't like try and make a conversation go very far because I don't think they want it. Yeah, no, I, I get what Liam's saying because I've been in spots too where it's like I, like... I would rather not talk to someone and have the peace of mind not thinking about what they thought of me if it happened to go that way. You know what I mean? As far as being the annoying fan. That would eat up at me more so than not talking to them in the first place. Yeah, I have no shame. Well, yeah, yeah, but you're, you're very different. different. Yeah. I'd walk up to anybody and be like, I love what you do. Thank <laughs> yeah, you so much. Like said, Thank like, you for everything. When and I, then if they if I'm if I walked away and they were like, that guy was a douche, I can be like, I met so and so. See, yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not they like were that. so nice. Because like when I met Johnny, like I asked like how they were doing and it Honestly, it's kind of one of the things that turned me off on the band, my band a little bit is that he seemed really tired and like he didn't really want to be there because like he wanted to be at home with like his people and it was like his birthday. And how just far happened. was he into the tour? Yeah. And, like, and, yeah. Like, yeah. He just seemed like they seemed like out of it and like not really like like they enjoy playing and whatnot and they always go hard. But like after I can see at a certain point, you're just bus play a show bus play a show hang out in the parking lot every day or whatever it would get yeah but it still doesn't mean that you can't give a fan your time no he did give me his time he did right but i just didn't push it because i didn't want right but he 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 should have pushed it he should have been like so what are you doing well he did we talked he did he asked me some questions and stuff like it's just i didn't 
open up more to try and make it go more because he was like he was playing while talking to me he was playing a frisbee game so he didn't like stop and come talk to me and he didn't know exactly what i was initially either because i just got it through the venue i got it set up to help out so he didn't know i was like a person that was there to see them Right. I just was a guy that just walked out the back door. and they Yeah, you should have just ran out there and then like caught the Frisbee and be like, I've got this guy. She's like, sorry, that was distracting from our conversation. Just like throw it away I from him like or that something. Would, no, so that <laughs> would, and then they'd be like, what the fuck is this asshole doing? And they'd be like, anyway, so what's your shoe size? Dude, actually, though, if you were to do something like that, there is one thing you could always remember. They will not forget you, probably. Just if you do something outrageous. Yeah, but just I don't want to be it. remembered like I know, that. I, that, would, that is one thing that I guess, you know, you'd be like, at least they didn't like me, but whatever. They'll never forgive me. Remember that no, one guy that stole no. our Frisbee and just like threw it How, over the fence? Like, what a fucking however, weird I, interaction. <laughs> I have multiple, twice I've met um, Brandon Saller from Atreyu. I've met him twice. And which one's that? He's the drummer. Okay. Um, and he was pretty cool i mean it was like in the middle of like stuff happening but he was pretty open and we talked for a minute and whatnot so like again it really depends on what's happening he was like there like meeting with people not like it wasn't like a meet and greet but he was just like around Mm -hmm. and so like people were walking talking to him so that's where i was much more like open to talking to him whereas these guys were on their own personal time yeah that makes sense like on their tour and it just felt right at a show that you paid for it wasn't a show though and i didn't pay for it it was it was like if it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. The Atreyu show, you didn't pay to oh, see no, the Atreyu? Atreyu. No, I'm talking about nothing more. Yeah, no, like, I know about that. Yeah. I'm talking about the the, the Atreyu one interaction. Well, uh, well, it was with his other band, but um, one of them, he was at a festival and he was like, they were at their tent, which was like nowhere near their stage. It was just like they had a bunch of tents all over the place, and he was just chilling there. And I like went and like talked with him and like asked about Atreyu because it was when the Atreyu was on their hiatus and asking like like before they came back and asking like what was going on with that and talking and then. Um, I actually gave him um, at the next time I saw him, I actually gave him one of our CDs. Um, and, but then the, with nothing more, but that was like, he was like willing to talk with people. I don't know. I just felt more. So mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to um, like bother them too far and make it too awkward. But you do the cliche thing where you're like, hey, man, here's my music. But we were so talking if you want to listen it. to it, here's my music. But it wasn't music. like that. We were talking about it. It wasn't right. like, will you please take my CD? And I was just like, we were talking about it. I was like, do you want a CD? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. Well, what's he going to say? No, you little shit. Get the fuck away from me. Your music probably sucks. Well, you're not maybe, famous like maybe me. He was like, but he did a good way of putting it out in a way that it didn't feel like that's what was happening. Whereas, yeah. Like, it did feel a little bit more with nothing more like I was intruding on their not band time <laughs> but wouldn't you be weren't you worried though after you walked away weren't you like i wonder if he took my cd and just threw it in the trash maybe or if they all just snorted coke after of it and then just like snoop like broke it in half or something maybe i mean that'd it's be very cool. possible take that. it's very possible but he didn't give me that vibe that he would and that's yeah. all i can take that from that is right and see that's why i'll push it too far because as long as they don't give me a vibe that they're uncomfortable I'll keep going. I'll like, oh, let's just keep talking. Let's hang out. And then Maybe. go from there. I, mean, I think it also probably just varies person to person. Like I said, yeah. I was just some guy that just like walked out the back door and they were playing Frisbee. And I just like kind of like showed up and they're like, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, I like your songs. <laughs> you should have walked up and be like, um, excuse me. Um, but, but that's my Frisbee. Um, 
<laughs> no, can I, dude, can I, I have watch, it back? <laughs> I did watch him fucking miss and straight up hit somebody's car, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. And they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's when you've been like, don't worry, I didn't see anything. But then, like, also, like, so it was that, it was him and the drummer. And then, like, we were inside and I saw the, uh, bassist walk in from the bus and he's just like it's like one in the afternoon like I said he's like tired he's holding a coffee <laughs> yeah. that's pretty funny it's like, it just felt like it wasn't a time they wanted to sit and visit with somebody who wanted to talk about their music so I don't think I'd ever get tired of that but I'm not in their shoes so I don't know but yeah no even if I was in their shoes I'd never get tired of that I Even usually, if I was half asleep drinking coffee, doing an afternoon show or whatever that I didn't want to do, I think if someone still came out to me, it was like, can I talk to you for a minute? I'd be like, yeah. I mean, he might have if I had tried. I just didn't want to push it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I was pretty satisfied with the fact that he was willing to sit and like interact with me and not just give me short answers. He just kind of talked with me for a minute. How many people did you tell afterwards that the drummer from a tray you had your music? To start band and maybe my parents. <laughs> That's it, sir. Yeah, yeah. I would have been way more excited than that. I've been like, he has my music. I didn't think anything. He's not going to do anything for it. I he started anything. coke off my CD. Well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't think anything would come from it. I was just potentially the whole world could know now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't think much would come from it at all. So I didn't really make a big deal about it. <laughs> it would have been funny if he would have like touched your CD and then been like, oh, and had like an auto body experience. He'd be like. I don't know if this means anything to you, but someday your singer's going to run off to Alaska and, <laughs> and you should just know ahead of time. She's going to try to find herself. You need to be aware of this. And, and so you can be like, okay, dude. And then all of a sudden it happens. I feel like seven years later, or whatever it is. And you're like, oh shit. Extra confusing. Cause that night me, Irving and Coco and Isaac got super shit faced Cause we were pretty sure the band was like, the band was done after that night. Uh-huh. So we were like super fucked up. So then if like also before we got fucked up, he'd said that to me, I'd been like, well, the band's not going to be doing anything anyway. What, why is this happening? Right? Yeah, you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> that would have been funny. We like took all of our earnings from that show. And Lloyd left the night after the show because he was just being an asshole for some reason around that time. And we're like, fine, fuck you. And he left. So then we stayed and like helped nothing more and had the fucking awesome time at the show. It spent all of our earnings on fucking alcohol. I got so Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. The young rock stars. And then I had my keys on that buckle thing we have. And in the pit, I lost it. And so, like, it was my turn to go babysit Irving because he was gone. Yeah. He was something else. Um, and I, like, touched my keys and I was like, oh, God. Like, we're in Grand Junction. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> my keys. And I, like, pull out my phone because Coco's in the pit and I have a text she's like I have your keys and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but Irving knows I hate vomit and so when he was drunk he kept pretending he was gonna throw up and we had like a little cup that's all we had and I was like bro no and he was making him laugh so hard because he was just (laughs) fucking with me I'll be honest if I was that drunk and I was like pretending to throw up I guarantee I would throw up at some point actually he was so drunk he forgot we were not watching nothing more and thought we were watching Metallica (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) I don't think I've ever hit that so it sounds like at this point you need to pay her back the favor and send her a text message that says I have your band <laughs> so we don't have way. her band. <laughs> <laughs> There's no band to have there. Uh, 
That's so, fucking funny. Uh, have we talked about since it happened that you got accepted into your band and we can go into that shit? Yeah, yeah, we could definitely go into it. So that um, Kirk's on his way to be a rock star. Yeah, maybe. And Liam's gonna ride on his coattails. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they said there is a possible interest for a second guitarist. Because I mean, even with me practicing with them, you know, I could tell that like he was playing obviously whatever part like the lead so they already have a second guitarist no they just have the one they just have the one but like he has leads and there's nothing behind it when he plays the leads yeah so then when so when liam asked me like oh do you think they're they're looking for a second guitarist i was like yeah i'll ask matt too yeah that was another thing too is like when matt had an audition for him he had a bunch of his ideas and sent him you know some of the stuff that he had written and they were willing to put him on as their second guitarist because that's what Matt specializes in his guitar. So, um, and then, and then Matt chose to not do it. Yeah. Because he also was with the other band and the other band basically gave him like a, like either you're in or you're out, like you got to choose one or the other. And so Matt chose the other band. Um, but anyway, so, um, I gave him the old James Hetfield treatment, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds uh, like they're early enough of a band that it probably makes sense, like to just be starting out and just getting that one going, and then moving on once you have more yeah. established. That's how I do it, at least. Yeah, and luckily the the thing with them is like they're not like the the band Matt shows is a lot more established. Like they've been around since the '90s, and they have I think they have like seven albums out, and like you know all this shit. Whereas this band's been around for like two or three years and oh, so yeah. they have like they do have like a following a little bit like the, you know they do have some fans and whatnot and they do get like offers to play shows you know quite often uh, they actually offered if i would like to do a show by may 1st but i would need lyrics for six songs and like yeah. have them all down and i was like I really want to do that, but I genuinely don't know if I could have that done in like a month. You know what like I mean? You haven't had enough experience right now to even like know if that yeah. is possible. Because like I still need to make sure that I have like everything I need as far as like gear well, and, and they're stuff. they're still looking for another like, singer too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So like I wouldn't accept Well, I mean, if they do have an audition for another vocalist, um, but if that one falls through, then the drummer's just going to, you know, basically do the the cleans. That's uh, his plan. Sing. He's that's that's what actually he's trained in. Oh, that's dope. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, so he's trained in cleans. So and then he'll get. Then you guys will get famous someday. It will be and the then new He'll trailer. have a young guy coming up to him. You're like, eh, this is my CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I wish that's how I was like how I did it. <laughs> yeah. I have a frisbee. Uh, I've heard bands like playing with frisbees. You can hit my car. You want to hit my car with a frisbee? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Um, Yesterday, actually, uh, he hit me up and he was like, hey, like, do you want to go somewhere and grab a beer just so we can like hang out, you know, get to know each other, you know, since we're going to be working together and stuff, which, Which, you know, I agree with spend all of your time just playing music like you got to get to know each other. Yeah. So um, I was like, "Okay." And so we went to uh, New Belgium because I have a friend that works there. And so I hadn't come and visited yet at her work. So I was like, well, let's go to New Belgium. So Jane and I went over there. And uh, so we just got like free drinks all day from my friend and uh, we took the little tour or whatnot and just, yeah, spent the day chilling with him. And then his girlfriend came a little later and Jade and her like hit it off. And then I was just going to ask if that went okay or if he was like, dude, you're cool, but your girlfriend's lame or like whatever. Oh, no, no, no. Weird, like awkward everybody, shit. Everybody got along well. And he's actually, um, 
I was mentioning obviously about the like podcasts and stuff. And uh, I gave the example of like, I like that the, uh, the age difference between us has a good dynamic similar to like how the band is. Cause there's a lot older members, but um, I gave the oh, that's example, right. the guitarist is like 50 or something, right? Yeah. 50, 60. That's the bass the is like 50, that, 60. That's the one thing that like makes me a little hesitant as I'd never play with people that old. Yeah. But at this point I kind of just want to get back into it. So, but, um, and it's funny just cause I was saying, I was like, yeah, like, um, you know, consistently we'll do an album review and we'll rotate picking them, analyze it, talk about it then the following week. And, um, and I was like, and it's funny though, because you can definitely tell when there is like the different age thing. Cause like my friend picked, um, I did remember that, that purple album, what the fuck's it called? Homesick. Homesick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, he picked homesick and obviously the drummer was like, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously familiar with it. Um, and I was like, it's funny. Cause yeah, like, even though I'm not like a huge fan, I was like, yeah, this album's fine. You know, well, whatever. Whereas the other guy, Jeremy, who's older than us, is like, yeah, this fucking sucks. I'm not a fan at all. And he was like, I like that. That's that's something I would want to listen to. You know, like that time. I was like, yeah, no, it's good. But he's also super like nerdy into the the superhero movies and everything. And like he's a big fan of Star Wars. Like Apparently him, he so. hates Rogue One. Yeah, he hates Rogue One. Uh, he thinks it's a pointless movie. But it's fair. Yeah, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Some stuff in it. Like I told him, like, was like, well, in that one. They explain why there's the flaw in the Death Star, at least. <laughs> yeah, the explanation is nice. And I like Donnie Yen. Yeah. Like that yeah. that character was cool. That's the right movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then Darth Vader fucking wrecking shop at the ends up very satisfying. It is a right. good scene. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, we just so you only got day. to know one guy and you haven't really got to hang out with all of them, like more than just like practicing. Yeah, two. well, I mean in even, a week and a half, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing too is like even the drummer, I mean, he's still older than I am. Like now I'm the baby. I think he's 30, if I'm not mistaken, but um, even he was like, dude, like, fuck yes. Like, I'm so glad to have someone younger in the band to go out and do these kind of things with, because like, you know, 50 year olds are, yeah, it's like the bassist has kids. The so guitarist was, is, you so know, it was doing, the drummer you were hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then, so yeah, we just had to get, and then after we went to new Belgium and did whatever there, which that place is super fun, really fun brewery to go to, but we went to like music city, hot chicken, which also was fantastic. I've never Holy been fun. there, but I've heard it's amazing. It's very I've good. I've never even heard of that. What? And I've heard yeah, that new good. city, hot chicken. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a weird. It's name. like massively popular. Yeah. It's massively very good. heard popular. of it. It's um, people talk about it a lot at the dispensary too. And they wear t-shirts and shit from, from music city, hot chicken talking about it's it. It's one of those places that kind um, of has like that um, similar feel to like, not, not necessarily Chiba hut as like the, the weed stoner vibe, but like the fact that people can come in and like, you know, their, their shit's like all sticker slapped, you know, and like mm-hmm. just kind of that like kind of punky sort of attitude take on a restaurant. Uh, but the thing that's nice is right beside it, there's a black bottle brewery, which is what yeah. we went to after. And that place was actually sick. They had like the um, uh, ceiling kind of like with a bunch of everything from punk to like metal to like hip hop and stuff, just like album covers wrapped around yeah. and like a bunch of, I don't know. It, it was Overall, it ended up being a really good day, but it was fun hanging out. Um, but where were we going with this? What was the question? Well, oh, he we was talking about the audition. Yeah, you were talking about the confirmed you're in it. No. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I did the the second one, um, and that one went obviously much smoother than the first one because I didn't throw up. <laughs> did they have actual actual practice space this time, or was it still? Um, no, this was still at the house. But the, he. I was talking about uh, with the drummer that when it comes time, like closer to uh, like shows and stuff, like actually getting like uh, a practice space or whatnot, it's just, which I understand I'm, I'm for, but yeah, just as far as 
these early like auditionings and whatnot, not spending money, which is totally fine. Well, it's um, also weird too, that they would be like, are you ready? Do you think you can do a gig by May 1st when they don't have a plastic space yet? Well, I mean, they have a practice space. It's just not like a It's just to pay a, for a room. It. Yeah. It's just not like an actual. Well, that's what I mean, though. It. Like an actual. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. I, when enough I was to space everybody out. When enough. I was in my band, whenever we always just pra- paid to practice every time, because, unless we had a space when we did have spaces that we set it up. Um, yeah. But we always because we wanted to work on our constantly work on our showmanship in some form or just like making eye contact with each other, pointing out things or whatnot. It was always better for us to be able to have space. Yeah. Yeah. So you can work on not looking at the audience. Well, and the yeah. other thing too, your guitar. <laughs> the other thing too, we're talking about is, um, I forgot exactly where it was, but, um, there's this place that you can run out and basically we could do like our own like mock show. So mm-hmm. I could invite, yeah. However many people I want, we Dog would all shows. invite yeah. a bunch of friends and whatnot. Is and it just a practice space do- that does that or is it a, it's like a, that's kind of, that's a cool idea. I know one. Yeah. I, the place I was going to in Lafayette, they have like individual rooms, and then they have a stage room and they said it's like the basically a setup for like a 10,000 person's place, but it's not actually that big. Like the stage setup is like that, mm-hmm. but then the room itself, you can have maybe like 20 people in there, but then like you can sit up there and it has like mirrors around uh, that you'd look at. So you know, like what your guys are looking like and whatnot. Uh, yeah. It's super super like that. cool. That's a it's, cool idea. It's really but, is it cool. expensive to rent that big room? Uh, yeah, it's more expensive for sure. But so when we were doing our band stuff before it fell apart, our plan was that for like the like week or two before a gig or something, we would do. Yeah. So you never actually got to rent that room? Never got. Well, they oh, would show shitty. it to us. We would they would like we'd ask if we could see it and they'd go in there and show us. And like there's basses and guitars all over the walls that you could just grab and use whichever one you wanted to use. They also will record your practice session if you want. And oh, that's cool. yeah, there's a lot of that place was the shit. So yeah, that's this, a really good way to make money. Just open up a warehouse and then Rented, rented out the yeah. bands they, and, and charge money for shit. They have a super, super nice Marshall heads, like better than mine. And I plugged my, my, uh, pedal board into it. And my pedal has like my tone kind of set up, but it changes depending on every amp I go to. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so mean in that amp and I want it so bad. It's like $1,500 though. And I'm like, Jesus. Oh. And so I was like, I just want to go practice there more. Cause it sounds so good. Yeah. No, I bet. <laughs> like I was the first time I was like, that sounds good. And Irving was like, yeah, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when do you guys practice? Is it like once a week? Yeah. So right now it's Wednesdays. Um, that is what they kind of already were doing and it works out perfectly for when, me because that's when the day, Wednesdays do uh, six 30. And how long were you taking voice lessons consecutively before you got into this band? Uh, like, I don't know about consecutively, but I mean the first, when I first started, it, it's, it's been about four years since I first started and I've taken a course as well as hired that vocal coach, which you guys had where did you find what's the course? What'd you find that? Where, where so was that? the yeah. course is through um I sent I sent it to Liam, but um the course is through like this company called like Riff Shop. I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but I kind of found them through the the main dude who taught the screaming course. Um he would post like you know, uh basically like viral YouTube videos or like that style of video to promote like his courses because they would teach like guitar and stuff uh, which they've expanded but um so he would do stuff like set up you know on a place similar to like pearl street or whatever 
and do like you know the the street musician type thing but he'd play like only fucking super heavy death metal or like shit like that you know and like record people's reactions and stuff like that um but then he basically like taught himself how to scream and then curated this course with a bunch of other vocalists on it um so like i'm trying to think if any of the bands that we've done so far have had vocals but there's probably some vocals maybe you'd be like familiar with possibly like i know a few of the vocalists have been on the doom eternal soundtrack um i I don't know i don't know if you guys are familiar with some of the bands but there's some popular bands that had like uh people like vocalists on it what's a rough idea of how many lessons you've taken uh, as far as one-on-one goes, I've taken probably like six. Um, and I kind of stopped doing that when all my car shit went down. Cause I was obviously didn't have money, but I mean, he kind of told me he was like, yeah, yeah, you don't really need lessons at this point. Like, so do you think learning how to scream is easier than learning how to just like sing in general? Because it doesn't take as long. You don't need to like learn they melody. Just, they just teach you the screams and then you like, okay, you just practice. It's more like. Cause you don't have to worry about hitting scales or anything, yeah, right? You don't yeah. have to learn scales. You just have to learn how to do the different types of screens. You don't have to worry about learning how to do like falsetto. It's, it's or- like, instead of learning, um, well, it's, it's weird because yeah, you don't have to learn like the different tones and stuff, but you still have to learn resonance and stuff like that. Right. So like that stuff will still kind of coincide. Um, yeah. And but, like breathing exercises and shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like it's a lot like singing, at least so far from what I've gathered is more like working at like, obviously breath support's a big thing. I'm not like, you know, whatever, but it's a lot of like the tone and the sounding or whatnot. Whereas screaming is like a lot more emphasized on like proper technique and make sure, making sure you're doing it properly and like diaphragm support, breath support, like stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. It, it takes a while to even like get the tone down like i don't know it's it's kind of like it's it's literally kind of like relearning how to talk like that's how i would explain it to someone like right. which is the fact that's why it interests me like obviously i can't necessarily do cleans or anything but i could like learn and try or whatnot and you know whatever like that's fine but the right. fact that you basically have to relearn how to talk and then apply it to music that's what gets me going you know what i mean like, yeah, it just made me curious because it just it I just put that together in my head. I was like, oh, maybe learning how to scream, like not saying it's easy to learn, mm-hmm. but it obviously just doesn't take as There's much less time as it does to, to know and other learn how realms. to clean. Singing. Yeah. 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 And so one of those things that um, I always get jealous of, like, with drums. I guess you don't have to learn. Like, you don't really have to learn how to read music or anything either. Mm-hmm. No, like, I mean, it was funny, too, because, yeah, like even the um, drummer was uh, looking at the lyrics and he was like, I like how these lyrics are laid out. It looks like a screenplay because it's literally like wait four sets, then fall into the catchy hook. And then like, that's blah, blah, so blah, blah, normal blah. though. And then that's like, so normal. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's but, funny that he says that it's so normal that somebody will write yeah. notes for themselves. But I don't know. It's just, yeah. Like, and it's funny too. Cause I don't know necessarily what, like I can kind of convey what I mean, but I know I'm not using proper terminology, you know, right. but as long as I get my point across, I guess it doesn't matter a whole lot. Right. But um, that's one of the things I was always jealous of with drums is that like with Isaac, like obviously he's learning like crazy techniques and like using his whole body and stuff like that. But drummers never have to learn what notes go with what they can hit any of it. 
it all will work depending on how you use it. Whereas yeah. I can't hit any fucking note on the fretboard. I'd have to go for the right yeah, ones. Yeah, it's, it's all it's yeah. all their style at that point. How yeah. they want to attack it. Yeah, yeah. So then, when do you get to audition? So they said we that they're interested in a second guitarist. We haven't figured that out yet. I was going to show him. I've uh, learned the first song on that EP, and I actually like added a guitar solo and shit. I've done a lot. I think it's. I think the song's really fun. It's really easy. Mm. It's like what song was it? The very first one, "Burn the Witch." Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was pretty easy. So I added some more stuff to try and make it a little more interesting, but still not hard. And it could be really fun to jam. I thought on stage anyway. Right. Um, but I was going to show him that after this, and then he's supposed to talk to them on Wednesday or whatnot. Cause he only talked yeah. to the drummer and yeah. Yeah. See how that goes. Right. Yeah. That's how I was. I was telling Liam because he sent me the file of the music too, so I could hear it. Mm-hmm. and uh and it was cool stuff like i didn't have any problem with it mm-hmm. um and uh it's you know it, it it nothing like blew me away but i was like oh this is cool that he's getting yeah. into but i was telling liam that it's it's what i was almost sad about is that i don't think i'm ever gonna like the band anymore like mm-hmm. but i'll have yeah. to see what they put out with i should say what you guys put out like in the future mm-hmm. but because i'm not a fan of the style of vocals that you've worked so hard to learn when <laughs> yeah. you put your vocals on there i'm just gonna go uh, yeah okay cool or i'm like, just like yeah. if you're doing screaming and then we have choruses with some clean vocals i'm so down that right. sounds fun as yeah, shit yeah <laughs> which i mean is the plan yeah like that's not, that's it's definitely like, not gonna be all screaming yeah right. but he doesn't like that <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean, because you would want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just depends. Like, if he it's doesn't like them flipping back and it, forth, it, it, yeah. I would have to. I would have to. Well, no, I'm okay with them trading, but I, I wouldn't have listened to a Trey you if I wasn't okay with them. I guess flipping that's back true. But forth. when you bring up like a day to remember, you're like they just wouldn't decide what they want to do. Yeah, but that wasn't just like vocals, but the uh, the vocals also weren't consistent. That was the other problem. Well, because the other thing too, which maybe you probably noticed, like listening to tracks without the vocals, is like they were trying to write to where it could go either way. Right. Because they were not necessarily looking for like a screamer, you know, specifically. But also the singer for Atreyu is a completely different style of, I I assume, is a different different style of screaming than the way Kirk's going to approach what he likes to do to this band. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. the Atreyu singer does more fry screams, for yeah. sure. Um, where yeah. Kirk will so, be that's also, so that's also yeah. different. So That sounds we'll fun to me, to though, because like <laughs> I'm playing these songs and I had to tune down so goddamn low. The yeah. lowest I usually go to is drop C, and I had to go like two or three more steps down below that. And I was like, <laughs> I've never played this low before. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and I was like, but um, I was playing some of my riffs and stuff, and they still translate pretty heavy into nice. that shit so i was like it'd be kind of cool to like have some of my style where it's not pure metal but like make it metally mm-hmm. and then like have some of your stuff like i don't know i like the idea of mixing shit together a lot a lot of my friends like oh i try so people can get drunk and be like it's fucking metallica on stage yeah, right, man. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot of my friends are like i'm like I'm like let's mix like this and this like they're really different but it could be really cool and they're like no and i'm like well, let's and try it <laughs> and that's the one thing that that's like like obviously when i got into metal like it was from Matt, who's like a fucking encyclopedia on metal. So yeah. it's like, it was pretty easy to like become a, an elitist, like fairly quickly. But after talking to, you know, I mean, even just them, but like a lot of other people that's been in the band, like the main thing that they don't want to do is they don't want to just sound like, you know, the other people on the fucking lineup. That's, that's the main goal, which makes sense, you know, because then it's out. hard to distinguish. Yeah. You want to stand out. So like, that's literally their main goal is they're like, 
all we want to do is sound different. Like it doesn't matter like necessarily what you're doing specifically on vocals, like whatever, as long as it just sounds different, which is why I like is when I did, I mean, I don't know if you would have liked the vocals necessarily, like when I first auditioned regardless, but like I I stayed very reserved. I kept like a mid tone throughout the entire time. I was just screaming like well and on point and not experimenting at all. Um, and it ended up sounding a lot like, like death clock or something or like cannibal corpse, like that very like, death metal like you know nothing too crazy but then the second time when we're auditioning there was um they're like okay let's jam some other songs and you can just ad lib to them and i was like okay fuck it so i was like ad libbing and like i threw out some like highs and i personally don't like doing highs because i thought that they sounded bad but i'm not hearing it from someone else's perspective it's all my own so it's like whatever i i can't know but i was doing some highs and the bassist was like dude, yeah, yeah, you can, can you do more of that? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I can. I just thought they didn't sound good. But if you think they sound good, I'll definitely do more highs. So that's where I was like going over the, all over the place. And uh, when we were talking about them still auditioning for another vocalist, they were like, yeah, like, you know, it would be cool to have the clean singer really upping like, you know, the, the beautiful parts, quote unquote, if you will. Yeah. Whereas I could come in and it's just, going to be such a different contrast and even if we were to layer the cleans or like have us doing it together where she's doing a clean sing and i'm screaming over it just to have that like different dynamic you know the drummers are the drummers are her no the well they're trying out another they're trying out a vocalist right now and she's female yes oh cool yeah she has a um uh yeah she has like a maynard style actually like the song she sent him was like a cover of judith Oh, oh nice yeah um so anyway yeah we'll see how that goes but either way yeah I'm, I'm excited definitely the the second audition went a lot smoother though because probably i broke out of it was an audition again bit. i mean it was because like the first one i wasn't fully in the band and i hadn't met one of the band members the he wasn't bassist. the bassist he wasn't there so they wanted me to get they wanted to get me there again so that way the bassist could also see me and have a say and ask or, that was nice of them to do and not for them to be like, well, we just did a majority rule. Like you couldn't make it cause you were sick or whatever. So we just yeah. decided to go ahead and let this guy in. Like that was nice of them to at least be like, no, please. Like we didn't want your Coco input too. would do that. So much be like, I don't, can't make it to this one. So we have to reschedule or you guys can go. And like, I trust your judgment. I'm like, no, I'm not. No. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not even. It was funny too. Cause like, obviously I'll be going back this Wednesday. Um, and then the following Wednesday is when they have that audition. And I was like, okay, so like, do you guys want me th- or like, do you want me there? He's like, yeah, well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be starting the stage with them. Like, yeah, we want, you're part of the band. Yeah. You have an input. Yeah, I was like, you're, you're, okay. you're full in now, Kirk. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's Stoked. funny. It's funny. You being a noob. I know. And it's, like, dude, F like, just let me join and I'll, I'll nurture you. Kirk. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you the way. It's, <laughs> well, one thing too, that they said that was like, I guess kind of a good outlook on it is like the fact that I am like, so fresh to all that, like, and being like kind of late into metal, like getting into metal in general, like I definitely do have like a slightly different take than anyone else because of me being not not following the rules, essentially. Right. Like, I'm obviously it's not intentional. It's just I don't know, fucking know. Right. But it ends up working out, you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but that's cool. Yeah. How long have we been going for, bro? Uh, we yeah. are at uh, 55 minutes. So we're right about that time. About time. What a music heavy episode. 
right? Yeah. Right. I we mean, started off with the Oscars and then yeah. uh, moved off into in, uh, into music. Um, just do something hilarious when she is like auditioning, like let her do her whole thing and then be like, is there any way that you can maybe be like uglier? <laughs> like, like, like we're really trying to go with like the real metal thing here. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you can't. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Shave your head. And then yeah, just like walk just out. Down the middle. Down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for a Hawkmo. Yeah. Can you give me a Hawkmo? <laughs> that that's cold. And just hand her yeah. the razor and be like, how, how, how badly you want to get in this band right now? Yeah. <laughs> this and, is initiation. Yeah. And just have her be like, <laughs> uh, like that'd be fucking uh, hilarious. Awesome. Uh, any, uh, any word from your roommate yet? Um, no, actually, I was supposed to talk to him tomorrow night, but I ended up getting back late. But okay. I let him know exactly what you're looking for as far as budget, time involved, what? you know, okay. all that and stuff. Okay. Um, I was just talking. I was wondering if Jeremy might have been interested in a uh, like a music video slash like photo shoot thing as far as Matt's project goes. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. So I, I just, just gave Kirk a bunch of information because I was like, tell him not to waste my time. And like, here's how. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, no, don't, just people so, waste your time. Just, just yeah. don't do that. Yeah. No, which is good to know. I mean, yeah, obviously. So I let him know exactly. I was like, yeah, he wants to know like budget, where it's going to be, fucking um, time involved, all that stuff, and yeah, whatnot. And if they're so. not doing it for another six months or something, like that's fine. I just wanted to know what their idea was because I don't want yeah. them to think that they have someone and then they tell me their ideas later. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like I have one camera. You don't understand. Like <laughs> yeah. there's only so much one person can do with one camera. It like, takes multiple to, takes, but yeah. 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 Like it takes, it, it takes a while. So, but all right. Janice Joplin sucks. Let's do it. <laughs> this week was rumors from Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very classic album. I don't know how much more I can say that I, said that than what I said last week, but there's lots of cool little things about this album that I randomly learned, like um, Never Going Back Again, that picking guitar part is actually two different guitar styles or two different guitars that he recorded twice. But what's also funny is the first time he he recorded it with the first guitar, he went to record the second guitar and realized that the first guitar was was in a different tuning. So then he had mm. to go back and re-record that guitar. Uh, so the song, I guess, was like a big thing. So there's just like random little things like that. Also, the relationships that were on. Going well, on yeah, and I, I, I totally forgot. I was going to tell you that last time. I forgot. Like it wasn't the whole band sleeping together. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was Stevie Nicks and the bugged, guitarist, and, and then they, they broke had broken up. up yeah. and then she wrote songs about him, and he wrote songs about her, yeah, and they all yeah. ended up together. But it wasn't like the whole band. See, like that's having what orgies I thought it stuff. was. And then somebody else told me it was like the whole band. I was like, I don't think that's what it was. And so I don't know exactly. But yes, that's the main thing. Yeah, it was. It was just Stevie yeah, Nixon, Nixon and, uh, and Lindsey um, Buckingham. Yeah, we're both like, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and they were, they were facking. The only uh, how many like vocals? I think like there's three vocals. or four people. Three. Or well, four. Okay, I was yeah, just curious. Yeah, there's 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 two, two girls. There's two females. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Um, I forget her, the other one's name. Lindsey. Um, Lindsey Buckingham is the other is, male vocalist. Yeah, and then the girl. I can't remember the other girl's name. She's not as big as popular Stevie Nicks, so I don't remember her. Yeah, fair enough. I was just curious because I was just wondering if like, uh, because I know you'd said like, yeah, that they had all like wrote different songs. I didn't know if like whoever wrote the song, like specifically did the vocals on their song. Uh, or, like... Christine McVie. Okay. So she did Oh Daddy. Okay. And then. Um, and the she other... also played the accordion when Stevie Nicks played the ever so hard to learn tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then Stevie was the other vocalist that you probably recognize yeah. more. Yeah. And then the guy is Lindsey Buckingham, the guitar player. Okay. And then Mick Fleetwood is the drummer. <laughs> okay. And then I don't know the bass player's name. I was going to say, I like the bass. I don't know. Bards. But. Well, do you want to start or Jeremy can? I know Jeremy's going to probably not have as much to say because he already knows the album pretty well. But Yeah, I mean, I guess I can definitely go for it. Um, okay. Yeah, I definitely uh, enjoyed this album. Um, Yay, Kirk likes music. Well, yeah. (laughs) And to be fair, like, even though I'm not as familiar with Fleetwood Mac, I've actually heard like a decent amount of songs. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Well, yeah, just from, you know, whatever. And then specifically Jade Jade, liking them. Um, The ones, it's like hard to pick out like standout songs because all of them were like pretty goddamn good. (laughs) But I would say the ones that really kind of stuck out to me i really like the chain a lot mm-hmm. um and i fucking really like oh daddy that one's probably my favorite um, really yeah it's just it's so fucking catchy um and i was telling jade this too but like overall though as far as like all of fleetwood max songs go that i've heard so far still uh rihanna it's my all-time that's favorite a good song. one <laughs> i fucking love that song it's just so goddamn catchy but i really really like go your own way um yeah i mean and it's hard too because you could be like yeah i really like the song and i'd be like yeah that's a fantastic song yeah because every song is so good and like ever. driving here too um i was just like yeah jay just you know throw on the album and so she like threw it on and she'd be like yeah like like you know it starts off she's like secondhand new she'd be like yeah so i like this song and i'm like yeah no this one's good and then dreams would come up she'd be like yeah i, I really like this song and i just at the end i'm like well you're just gonna say that every about every song, song. like it's did just- you did you roll the windows down I didn't, but oh. I didn't, but, uh, you more time. Okay. It was, it was a good, like, I, I did feel the like cruising kind of vibe though to it of, mm-hmm. you know, I, I should roll down the windows. Um, but yeah, I, I like, like, for example, when I said I like the bass, like in the chain, like, obviously it's just a pretty boom, basic, like baseline, but it just sounds so perfect yeah, the way good. it is. It's like, real good shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I can't say that there was a song I didn't like. Um, but yeah, the ones that suck out, definitely The Chain and Oh Daddy. Um, but all the other ones, it's, I mean, they're pretty all fucking neck and neck. Like, it's just, I don't know. But yeah, Oh Daddy is just, just catchy. I don't know. I'm really surprised that's your favorite one on this album. I'm <laughs> yeah. really surprised by that, actually. Because I thought that would be the song that you're like, that's the one I don't really like that really? much. <laughs> yeah. No, they, well, that, it's the mellowest song. Usually you're like, I like every song except this one. Then it's the like acoustic song. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's just, it really just for me is like down to the, like the tone of the song. Like, I don't know. That one just has that like somber, relaxing tone. Like, again, I know I've said this before a million times, but it like, it, it almost kind of reminds me of like Riders on the Storm, like by the doors, oh, okay. like that kind of feel that I get from the Which song. Which is funny because I did not like the doors at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, our GM's favorite band, really? which is yeah. which is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, another sign of if you actually like music and rock and roll, really, is if you can like anything just, by the doors. I just I, I respect them completely. I just I've never really gotten into a jam with them. They just never. I mean, to be fair, like I've, I'm not saying I necessarily like their music no, no, yeah, because yeah, I haven't yeah. explored it, but like I do enjoy that song. Like you know, oh, that's what the Stones here for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, overall, definitely like thumbs up. Uh, I'm down for anything else Fleetwood Mac related, and I still hear a lot of it because of Jade. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But Stevie no, Nicks is always just good. So yeah, it's just, yeah, definitely overall very, very good album. It's one of those albums too. Yeah. Where it's like the, another thing too, that's perfect about it is I like the length because it never, it doesn't feel at all like tedious because it's like 40 minutes long. Like sometimes with albums, even albums I like at about an hour, you're kind of like, yeah, but yeah, it's like 40 minutes, good length. All the songs are like a little bit on the shorter side, but that's totally fine because you just hit the next one and the next one's a good song. So it's like, I don't know. Overall, definitely a thumbs up for me. Awesome. I enjoyed it. What was the final count on listening number? 11. <laughs> yeah. He told Damn. me on Tuesday. Oh, was it Thursday or was it? Thursday. No, it was Sunday. It was on. No. Yeah, it was Thursday. It had to be Thursday. Yeah, because you weren't there on Wednesday. So yeah, it had to be yeah, Thursday. And you were like, I'm on listen number six. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 oh, and is it my turn? Are you still saying? Shit? I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, I listened to it probably like, I don't even know at this point, but yeah, it was at least like four or five, wow. six times. Wow. I don't know. Kirk it's just easy there. to listen to. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I'm really yeah. glad you liked it. They yeah, are, I mean, they are considered easy listening. Yeah. So yeah. yeah no, good. It's just good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only other thing I will say is like, without knowing a, the backstory, the lyrics wouldn't necessarily do anything for me, but. Knowing the backstory, knowing obviously, that Stevie Nicks it. is talking shit about Lindsey Buckingham and making him play guitar for it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> that's definitely someone. It's definitely something someone should know going into the album for sure. Like, right. it, you know, whatever they could like the the lyrics without it, but like for me personally, just knowing that backstory, just yeah, it just takes it to a different level for sure. My Go for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's funny because anytime I think of Stevie Nicks or Fleetwood Mac, I always think of that South Park episode where they're like, Stevie Nicks is coming. She's coming here to perform, blah, blah, blah. And it's a fucking goat. Oh. And they're and they're yeah. just saying the whole time, they're like, right this way, right, right this way, Stevie. And it's a goat, and the goat's like, meh, like on the stage. And then they and then Fleetwood Mac is on stage and they're like, you can go your own way. And then the goat's like, meh, 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 Because they're just trying to make fun of Stevie Nicks' voice. Uh, I just I, I love the way those guys make fun of people. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, of course I already like love this album. So um I have it on vinyl and so I listened to it most of the time was was listening to it that way. Um and which was fun because it was fun to like play it on both sides and then go, I'm gonna do that again. And just start from the first <laughs> side and like go, well, I was just walking around the house and doing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Rumors is one of those albums that if someone says, oh, I've never heard of Fleetwood Mac, that's one of the albums I'd hand them and go, yeah. hey, listen to this one. Because that has most a lot of their hits on it and even radio hits and it's a good way to show what they can do. There's and a lot so, of diversity on this album. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. different songs. So that was, so it would, it would definitely be rumors would be the, the album that I would show to someone. And um, if that was what it was. And um, sorry, ask is the other one Fleetwood Mac is that's the white album, right? Is that what it's called? It's like a really similar cover, but it's all more white. It's background. like just the self-titled. Um, yeah, I think it is. I just, I just want to know real quick which one I'm was pulling first. it up right now. Um, fuck. Yeah, that one's just self-titled. Yeah, was that Hopefully one first? That, was that one? one was first. That one that was, was seventy-five, first. and rumors were seventy-seven. So wasn't that kind of like the turning point for Fleetwood Mac, like when they joined? Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, I don't know a whole lot about the band, but um. And every time that they've come back with like all the original people, I missed it like every time, which sucks because I don't think they're going to do it anymore. Yeah. But um, um, 
but yeah, like those are the two um, albums that are just like even yeah, um, yeah. like uh, the dance from 1997. Like that one's that one's pretty prolific and stuff too. But like yeah, so those those two albums are the are the two that I have like on vinyl. Yeah, those are just two that yeah. I know the most. And it's funny because it's so popular, but yet there was so many of them that were pressed. Like you can find one of those Fleetwood Mac albums in like a three dollar bin at like the record store. So yeah. like they're really mm-hmm. easy to pick up. You don't have to pay a shitload of money for them. Um, but yeah, like I've always liked Stevie Nicks. I liked all the stuff that she did with, with Tom Petty and, uh, and, and that she did with him. And, and, um, and um, during the point, even, even the point where like Fleetwood Mac was starting to have a lot of problems. And so she wanted to become a heartbreaker and she almost joined Tom Petty and the heartbreakers. But at the last minute, Tom was like, no, like, it's supposed to be dudes like you're you're Fleetwood oh. Mac like go do go your do, do your thing like and they loved each other and they hung out together and they did a lot of music together but he was just like no nah, it's not it just wouldn't be right like but she because she wanted to be she wanted to be a, a a heartbreaker like so bad um which is when like when they did that that song together um um stop dragging my heart around mm-hmm. That's the one that they did together. But yeah, I mean, I, it's, it, I don't know what else to say that I can't say already that Kirk already talked about, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I've loved this band yeah, for years so and, and this album is for years. And um, <clears throat> I love this kind of music and um, that era of music anyway. So like I was telling Liam that most of the time when I was putting this album on, on Spotify, I would let it finish the album and then let Spotify just keep playing music from that era all be afterwards. Like 70s all, it, was, yeah. it was all just playing music that I wanted to hear for the most part. There's sometimes I did, I actually, I did do that. Um, one of the days I was working uh, and yeah, I listened to like a good five, 10 songs or whatever that just popped up. Like there's a couple yeah. times where I'd be like, no, I don't want to hear Boston's. It's more than a feeling. And like, click yeah. and like shit like yeah. that. I was Other a little offended. Um, Allie was playing something like this on the radio and um, downstairs on our kitchen display. And underneath it, it shows playlists that those come up on. And so we talked about dad metal mm-hmm. with the five finger death punch disturbed that stuff. Well, apparently Tom Petty and all that stuff, that's dad rock now. Mm. That's what we classify it as apparently. So Yeah, I mean, it's old enough now that I'm not still surprised. It's still sad though. I'm like, it's, it's still, still good. It's still it just co- kind of makes it sound bad. It's still considered classic rock. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. But yeah, it's also, I right now, um, in the same similar kind of vein, I've been uh, really enjoying the song, like uh, repeatedly coming up. I'm like, yes, this song comes up randomly is um, Joe Walsh's Life's Been Good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet. Well, so yeah, wanna, what's what's our what what's are our, our next choices? book? Our I was going to say real quick, did I did I tell you what my introduction was to Stevie Nicks? Like how I found out about her? No. No. It's American Horror Story because she's a main character in one of the seasons. Really? Uh, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, she's like um a leader of like a witch coven. I guess. Yeah. I think both of these albums, by the way, um, Fleetwood Mac and then Rumors, were recorded at Sound City, um, which is a documentary you should see that Dave Grohl directed. Okay. Um, Sound City was like a place in like the 80s and 90s where like a lot of the fucking biggest records ever were recorded. Um, never mind. Um, what's that Rage Against the Machine one with the graffiti on the wall? Um, um, oh. uh, their first album, I forget what it's called. The uh, the Battle for LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They recorded. I don't know why the f- I'm such a Rage fan. I can think. Was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Is they, they did that. that they, they did um, Metallica's not newest album, but the one before that was done there. Okay. Like, a lot of shit was recorded there, and the place shut down. And the Foo Fighters got the giant Neve board that they'd had there forever. Mm. And there's only like two of them in the world, or something like that. And so that's nice. how the Foo Fighters have been recording their music. And they have like an album 
where they took that to like Dave Grohl's house and they invited a bunch of artists from back in the day that recorded there mm-hmm. and they made a compilation album. Nice. Of like, so like Stevie Nicks is on it. Um, Corey Taylor's on it. There's so many fucking people on it. Uh, Paul McCartney's on it. Kind of actually well, intrigued. I like variety collab stuff like that. It was like right. the Foo Fighters and a bunch of other people. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's pretty sweet. Um. Anyway, what were our so, options for this week? All right. Yeah, I'll try to <clears throat> switch it up a little bit. So yeah. So remember, you're not gonna say the name of the bands. Yeah. So I've got um a hardcore album, which of course, of course you do. I'm not a fan of the genre. I don't like hardcore, but I like this band. Okay. Um, I've got some hip hop, or I've got chill EDM, sort of. It's not. It's not like dubstep, but kind of. Jeremy, pick between two, and I'll. I'll, I'll pick the last one. Yeah. Um, hmm. I would say either the chill EDM or the hardcore. Okay. I'm interested in the hardcore because you don't like that. Okay. All right. Then, um, so let me make sure I don't fuck up the album. But I will say um, this is the one band that I got Chris into. Oh, cool. So one band, the one band, the one band, because it's, it's so not, hard. <laughs> it's so hard to get Chris into a band, but this is the one band that I got him he into. Got super into nothing more with their first album. And then like weaned off and never got back into him for their second album. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the album is a different shade of blue by knocked loose. Knocked. Um, it came out in 2019. Uh, it's, it's weird because again, I am not a fan of hardcore, like at all, like anytime hardcore. What other bands are hardcore? So you can give me an idea. I don't know. I don't listen to hardcore. Um, but like anytime I hear hardcore at like a show, like whenever the bands are like a weird, like hardcore, but like kind of metal mix, I'm always like, fuck these guys. Cause they're always like the ones that are like, you know, two step, like blah, blah, blah. And they're like, start swinging and doing the karate so kicks and shit. On like Spotify, <laughs> a classic hardcore playlist, a uh, vision of disorder, cancer bats, candoria, comeback kid, quicksand, snap case, earth crisis, propane, pro pain like the pro pain <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course life yeah. of agony vision of disorder biohazard raised fists sick of it all down so i don't know any of these bands. i know biohazard i don't know any of them actually uh gorilla biscuits <laughs> <laughs> uh western addiction sick of it all yeah i don't know any of these bands so about, yeah. the thing about yeah so what's it about hardcore that you don't like I don't like any of it. I don't like the music. I don't like the music. I don't like why though. The why? vocals are not my thing. Like even in and this is straight up hardcore vocals. But for some reason, and I again, I'm not saying I like the vocalist vocals, but for some reason, it works with the band. But hardcore is like, I don't know. I I mean, I it's just I don't <laughs> listen to it because I don't like it. So I'm having a hard time explaining what it's. Like what I don't like about it. Hmm. I just know that I don't like it. Like it's a lot of the like just it's almost like a like think of like thrash metal, but like more emphasis on like breakdowns and stuff, I guess maybe. Right. Um, And it's very it, to me, it seems very like juvenile, which is why I can't like really get by because it's all about like 
like the swinging and the kicking and like fuck shit up. I and hate like, that shit. We're, the hardcore know, we're dancing. Repressed. Yeah, hardcore oh dancing. Stupid. My god. I as soon as dancing. I hear someone say like, "Let's fucking two step in the," you know, at a show, I get out of the pit. You know what it is? Like fuck that. <laughs> you know what it is? What hardcore dancing is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. so stupid. I know what it is. Uh, but there was a kid, our our old drummer Ryan. Oh, <laughs> uh, he got really into it in high school for a bit. He just practiced like in the hallway, and we were like, "Can you stop? Like, it's uncomfortable. It looks so stupid." <laughs> no, it does. It's yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't bother me when people do in the mosh pits if they're gonna two step. If they're gonna, well, fucking, then they just fucking it, punch people in the face, though. If yeah, they're, they're gonna like. Are you sure you talk about the same shit where they're just flailing their fists up and into they're doing the air? like fucking yeah. ninja kicks and shit? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, uh, if you, I'm no. not in, in that pit. I like, don't want to get the fucking shit kicked out of yeah. me by just random arms flying around. No, yeah. moshing is fucking like, like a, a little bit of like everybody's you know, elbow watching shoulders. each other's back. You yeah. know, you're 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 kind of just like running into people. You're not trying to fucking accidentally someone, backhand like, someone in the fucking mouth. Yeah, but like, you're also talking to a guy that's like seen Slayer five times, and like yeah, that's what it. you do. Like when you're going into the pit, you're like, I'm picking on that fucking scrawny fuck. And I'm gonna beat the fuck out I of guess him. And take his hat. If you're the big guy, if otherwise, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not that big, but I'm not tiny, and I'm like, I'm just gonna try and hold my own and get fucking. So, it just, yeah. so it must, it maybe just must go like certain moshing just goes with certain kinds of music. But yeah, because I mean, there's. But- it's like it's the it's you it's like moshing isn't supposed to be like an asshole thing, whereas hardcore dancing is an asshole thing. It's yeah. like 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 when I'm at shows with fucking yeah, Zach, it, for example, if we spot someone hardcore dancing, we'll we will single them out and we'll fucking we'll run in and just try to hit that guy. So we're like fuck you in particular. Is it being an asshole thing though? If everybody else in the pit that's there at that hardcore show, they're there to two step or whatever you're calling it. That's not an asshole thing. Shit, that's your that's for yeah. A hardcore they're all show, doing it, whatever. Yeah. But like if it's, yeah, yeah no, I'm not gonna be there. But yeah, if you're the one guy in the fucking pit that's punching people in the face, fuck you. Yeah, like yeah, because I yeah because I. <laughs> never knew that there was a, a name for it but i just know that there's different mosh pits for different bands but like yeah like slayer like most of those mosh pits i stayed out of because of because i didn't want to get punched but i had like my buddy dan is tall and like thinner than you like scrawny guy but he would just run in there and just you know, fuck people up. Like he, like they knew what they were going in there to go do. And same thing when we would go and see like ministry and stuff like that. Like people would, you know, like fucking turn their rings around and shit and just see, start. I, also, fucking I, guess, I don't hitting go people. see bands that fucking heavy or like with like yeah. the, the super aggressive, like I'll go see metal bands and like yeah. there's the mosh pit, but I don't so I always see thought, bands. I, I always that. thought it was just like band really. Like I would never go see guns and roses and expect someone's no, going to get hit in the no, face no. because yeah. unless they're drunk. Yeah. yeah, I always just thought that with heavier bands that that's what the moshing was. Like for me, huh. yeah, like when I, when I think of moshing, like it's like occasionally, yeah, you're like I kind of want to fuck up like this dude in particular. Like right. that's, you know, whatever they may be doing, whether it's hardcore dancing or maybe they're being like an asshole in the pit yeah. by like, you know, whatever. That's when I'll be like, yeah, I kind of do want to single this dude out or whatever, but yeah, you run in and you like shoulder check him and if he goes down, Everybody, yeah, you get him up. You, you yeah. fucking hurry, pick him up. Whereas, like hardcore dancing, it's like they're just swinging or whatnot. They could smack someone, and they barely even know because they're going fucking nuts. And yeah. they're not like they're not like you know. And usually in the in the mosh pits I'm used to, like if someone were to get fucking bopped in the mouth like really hard like that, like that's one of those ones where people would probably huddle around, and be like, "Oh shit, dude, you okay? You need yeah, to like get out usually. of here real quick and like you know regroup yourself." Whereas like. Hmm. I've seen knocked loose once and that was 
when I went to uh, Slipknot in Iowa and it was the craziest mosh pit I've ever been. But since it was like more centered around a metal show, there wasn't any of the hardcore dancing, whereas Knock Loose either just came or is about to come. And even though that was one of the best sets I've ever seen in person, I'm not going to go to that show because it's a hardcore show. I have a question about that show. Hmm. Yes. How much did Knocked Up come? Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What a dunce. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, they're super high energy and fun live, but I like, they have very hardcore vocals. Their vocals are like what you would expect from hardcore, like stereotypical hardcore. But the instrumentation, um, it, it's simple. It's not technical, not usually like the type of metal that I'll listen to. It's not technical or whatnot, but it's just, it's very like death metal sounding, like kind of reminds me a little bit of like cannibal, Cor- like one, one of the songs, one of their riffs sounds exactly like scourge of iron from, um, cannibal corpse, okay. like almost exactly. But like, I don't know. It's just an interesting mix, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think necessarily you guys would like it. It's just one yeah, of the bands I wanted to do. Yeah. Cause when I've gone to those shows, like I don't voluntarily go into those pits cause I don't like aggression. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I don't like to get hit and I don't like to get pushed into, even when I go to like a rockabilly show, if someone shoves themselves into me, I don't take it well. Like I don't, I don't beat them up, but I'm always like, like get the fuck off me. What are you doing? Like, so even yeah. the slam dancing, I'm not a big fan of, but yeah, like that's just always what I noticed is when I went with my friends, like they knew what they were getting into and they were like, yep, I've got on my fucking steel toe boots it, and I've got my fucking other shit. And they would go in there and when, just when, fucking start the nailing time people. Like that was a thing for you. True. Cause um, it's probably changed a little bit. The, like the last time I went to a show like and that, you got in a pit with your friends and were like, ready to like, fuck shit up like what no was, no i mean like that's what i mean is most of the time i stayed back okay but when was the last time they, they did that um i don't know like 2008 yeah it's changed a Two, lot 2010 it's changed a lot because you're going up with our generation was growing up going to those shows younger like i have a specific memory my first rock show was gonna um like it was a bullet for my valentine yeah and i went with uh, my friend jeff we were in seventh grade my yeah. dad was it was the gothic theater we we're on the floor my dad was up on the stands watching or whatever and we were watching all the bands and it was going fine and then bullet came on and slowly i started feeling the the audience moving and i turned and i saw this giant ass fuck dude with liberty spikes and he just shoved me and the whole pit started and the whole thing became me trying to get out <laughs> right <laughs> and um so then but from that point on like i was thinking like I wasn't the only 16 year old around that time doing that. And so like, we've all started growing up doing it and like, we've had those experiences. Yeah. So we're trying to like watch each other's back. We'll still get like that group vent therapy out and like shove everybody around and like get some of that aggression out. But we don't want to fucking hurt anyone. So when you go to mm. shows like Cradle of Filth and stuff, there's not people punching each other. No, it's 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 actually like I mean some of the heaviest bands like you know if you were to take like Lorna Shore or something like some of the, the heavier stuff I brought on like those are the types of bands where it'll be like the vocalist trying to amp everybody be up and be like let's get this fucking place moving like I want to see some violence like blah blah whatnot. But if they were to see some shit go down in the crowd like someone like fell down and like was having trouble getting up, they would probably stop the show and be like, hey guys 
like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, a lot and of And they like, would be like, you asked for violence. Well, well yeah, we but it's got to be like controlled no, chaos. The bands you know? never want people to be like getting hurt. They never want that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of like even things of like like early Pantera and stuff like that too. Back then, it I really think like, it was much more of a like fuck shit up thing, but I think it's grown out of that a bit more and more just to like. Well, I think it has, but. I think it's, it's I think it still changes with the music because I could go see ministry I think like, it does they're, change, they're, yeah. like they're coming next month and I bet it would still be the same way because they still have their their uh their fencing that they put up in front of the band and people climbing on the fencing and then just like well, landing yeah, that's on a each special other occasion shit, but then like, like the certain bands like I and also you're right with different genres like I go to strip metal shows and there's mosh pits but I've never been to a heavy enough show where I saw a wall of death like, see and that's the yeah, thing is yeah. I've been in multiple walls yeah, of death so it but it's still the same thing where uh, walls of death are a lot of the time where people fucking you know get shoved to the ground but the last thing anybody wants, wants is for them to get trampled and they will you'll see the fucking wall fucking hit and then you'll see a group of people all like circled around someone and maybe people have their flashlight up because they're like oh shit we need to find your glasses like yeah that happens you know, all the time yeah we've one done point, that I remember one point some guy from who's like I found a shoe yeah, I got a shoe. <laughs> and like nobody claimed it. Or like somebody's walking home without a shoe tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's funny that you said that because I remember a particular time of us going to go see Slayer and us leaving, and my buddy being like, "Yeah, my earring got torn out. I don't have my shoe, and my hat's gone." But he was like, "But I fucked some people up," and like it was almost like a uh, like a uh, like a a medal of honor or something yeah. to like run in there and walk out and be like, I yeah. lived or something like that. But yeah, cause I remember going to those shows and we've talked about this many times before, but like you'd go to those shows and my buddies would be like, Oh, it's going to be a good night because they'd have ambulances like already lined I up out front. I've never seen that. Yeah. And never. Yeah, yeah, ministry shows, player shows, stuff like that. They, we would well, they're go. They're very and, specific and, to um, Slayer uh, and ministry. K, yeah. Uh, yeah. KMFDM shows where they would just have ambulances waiting out front of the Fillmore or outside of the Ogden, like knowing that people were going to get fucking crazy. I've and never so seen that. See, I found that interesting. Like I remember just the, the last show I went to cannibal corpse, there was like a shitload of, um, police vehicles and ambulances and whatnot, like outside the show. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? Like we were so confused. And then Matt and I found out later that, yeah, there was like a fight that broke out and like all this stuff. And we're in every, like the general consensus is like, why is this guy being an asshole? You know what I mean? Huh. Not like, yeah, fuck yeah, this yeah. guy. It's like, no, why since, are you being a dick? Ever like, since I've been going to shows, generally, if anybody's super like violent or aggressive, the audience turns on that guy real quick. Yeah, like because you'll see sometimes like the big fucking egotistical dudes will stand in the middle of the pit and they'll like, yeah, almost like a king of the hill type of thing. Yeah, and sometimes they'll be fucking assholes about it, and right. you'll see the fucking switch in the crowd. Yeah, I've seen I've seen crowds turn on someone who's being yeah. a dick. Like I've seen that more yeah. times than I can count. It just surprises me because I would think that with the harder the music and the more rough it is and the more violence driven it is, in my experience, that meant that people were going to hit each other harder and push yeah. each other harder. I've yeah. never yeah. been in like a that. pit where they're actually throwing fists. Yeah, me neither. Well, unless I'm it's like the hardcore. fucking hardcore. I've never been in a hardcore one either. Maybe, yeah. But I've never been in a pit where they're genuinely throwing fists at each other. Wow. Yeah, it's more just like. Uh, it's literally like when you see a football team all jump in together and like shoulder check like, each other. It's like the right. same well, thing. And so the thing is like, it's a thing that people say like 
in this community, like the metal and rock community is some of like the nicest people I've ever met have been like metal heads. And so like we go in there and do that stuff. But like, again, none of it's out of like meanness or anything. Like we want to vent, but we don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. It's like, this is our time to fucking like get whatever we want out. Right. And that is good enough as opposed to, to like, like, I just want to hurt someone. I don't want to send somebody to the hospital or anything. I just want to yeah. have a fun time and rough house. And it is enjoyable, you know, when you like knock down someone, like it's cool. Yeah. Cause you're like, you, Oh, I nice. did that. <laughs> but yeah, but then you immediately fucking, you know, reach down and help them back up. Like that's, you know, I mean, I've gotten knocked down a few times. I've knocked down mm-hmm. a few people. It's right. Just an, it's enjoyable. I've lost a hat, which I'm fucking pissed about still. I like that. <laughs> that's why I don't wear hats. To <laughs> yeah. shows. I stopped after that. But, huh? Yeah. Well, you know. All right. So, anything yeah. else? I don't knocked, think so. Knocked loose. Knocked I, loose. All right. I hope you enjoy it, but I'm, I'm not going to be sad if you guys don't. It's I have. Whatever. I have. I have a weird feeling I'll like it more than most of your stuff. I mean, yeah. I if you do, I'm, that's fine. That's, I'm, I just obviously. thought about this just now, but it's funny because every time since I started this round. And we give everybody the pick of three. We pick the metal. We, we pick, pick the, the no, we pick the one that we want to hear the most. And we're saving all the, the shit that we don't want to hear for last. <laughs> so that's what's going to be interesting is like, like, because Liam was like, I don't want to hear industrial. And, and you were like, hear it and, that week. And you were like, <laughs> yeah. and you were like, I don't want to hear like an acoustic punk band. So like all this stuff's like going to come back around. Then we're going to come back to Liam and be like, oh, we're stuck with this one. Well, and I then think like, you're going to like both of mine. And so yeah. we'll my, see. My other ones are a punk. To be honest. Yeah, I would think that you guys would like the other two more than the one you picked. So I don't know. Well, we'll my see. other my other ones are punk or a uh, another movie soundtrack. Yeah, a soundtrack or a or score. A score. Sorry, okay. a movie score. Yeah. So I think you'll actually both like both of my picks. So I'm fine whenever we get to. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I didn't have a strong feeling about acoustic punk. It's just I would have rather me, heard the other was, two. Well, no, but that's what I mean. Like we we picked our favorites up front, and I and I thought about that. Like yeah. when we picked yours, I was like, oh, maybe we should have gone after what we didn't want to hear instinctively and then and, done it yeah. that way because then it might have done a completely different yeah. turn. My main thing was when you didn't when you mentioned industrial, that was like not long after we had just done um Oh, Kavinsky. Kavinsky. And I know it's not the same, but it's still yeah, that electronic thing. It's not for, even close. I know, but for the electronic <laughs> feel stuff for me, like just like the synthesizer stuff, like that's similar enough for me sometimes. Yeah. Still not even close. Well, but I guess I, I, mean, I, 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 I kind of get. I don't, I'm not, it's just somebody that doesn't have the knowledge. I'm just like synthesizer. I don't really right. realize the synthesizers. Right. Which reminds me, Gary Newman's coming, which I think is fucking hilarious because I've always wanted to see that guy and I've never seen him. He did that song in the 80s, Cars, Cars, Yeah, something. (laughs) I think I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a popular fucking 80s song. Uh, You you never heard that? Uh, It doesn't ring a bell. Here in my car, I'm as safe as can be. Yeah, that sounds familiar to Mm. me. Maybe. I don't know. I just didn't know that he was still doing music and shit. So I saw it and I was like, holy shit, Gary Newman's fucking <laughs> touring? Funny. Like, what the That's fuck? That's funny. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, we better let you go so you can have a spring yeah, break with your son. Right. Yes. All right, guys. Two sticks and a stone. Sorry, we didn't have much of an intro. We were, I was heated. <laughs> yeah. And we started talking and just keep going. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.